afternoon, Holly. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Good, my love. Welcome to the Joy Foster Podcast, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous too, actually. No, don't ever be nervous around me, sweetheart. (laughs) Be your genuine and beautiful self. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. So now that we finally connected on mm-hmm. my podcast, what would, in fact, introduce yourself to the viewers first, sweetheart, and then we can talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name's Holly. I met Joy at my place of work. I'm a server right now at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, I just turned 25 in April. Woo! <laughs> yeah, the big two five. Um, I've lived in Toronto for about five years now. I graduated from York University during the pandemic for global health. So I'm thinking about future jobs, probably near the end of the summer, early fall. And I feel like I have insight into university and advice for younger people and people my age. And I know the theme of Joy's podcast is um, stories of significance. And what I love about the podcast, I've listened to all of them, is that she has such a wide range of people that she's invited. Some people I can relate to and some people I can look up to. And I think that my story of significance is probably one of the more relatable ones. Um, Yeah. Uh, Wow, that was so, that just came out of your heart. (laughs) That just came out of your heart. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. I I hope most things I say come out of my heart. I try to. got you sweetheart well we met at the great cheesecake factory at yorkdale mall which i fell in love with um there was a hamburger that you introduced to me what was it (laughs) i think it was the americana okay or the smokehouse those are my two favorites (laughs) awesome hon and sean had the the portobello mushroom one which i was looking at his portion because i always look at sizes (laughs) (laughs) it was and then you were our beautiful server and um your personality, your good looking, your Thank beautiful you. hair. Like, Thank you. Were, you. Okay, you were just, I'm going to jump in here for a second, but go for were, it. You were just genuine. Like, you were genuine. You were real. You were, you were a woman on a mission but just needed to get her voice out there to inspire others. Oh, thank you. It means a lot to me. Yes. It does. So- I, I loved serving. I was glad when we started like actually talking because the whole time I was serving you, I was thinking, oh, this is my favorite table of the month, hands down. (laughs) (laughs) So, my love, now that we've connected, now that the viewers have an idea of who beautiful Holly is. Holly, how do you pronounce your last name again? I'm sorry. Um, It's pronounced Bascom. Bascom. All right. Yeah, but there's a couple different ways to pronounce it. Like my dad says it differently than everyone else in the family. I'm not sure why, but... That's okay. That's it's okay. his last name, so he's probably right. <laughs> well, you know, it's all good. It's all good at the end of the day. What is it that you would like to talk about? I know there's an array of different things, but because I've invited you, honey, and I want this to be your voice, and this is not going to be the last. This is going to be a series of different things, because I'm going to have you on my show on ah. Britain's Stories of Significance. As we said, you are going yeah. to come on. But, oh, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I want to get you out there. I want people to know about you. I want you to share with the world and inspire your peers in their walking life. So what is it that you want to talk about today, good looking? Um, so, oh, my gosh. There's a ladybug on my notes. That's so cute. <laughs> are you outside? <laughs> I, yeah, I am. Because both of my roommates are home and I didn't want to bother them with my talking for the next oh, hour. Oh, okay. So I'm sitting right. in a little park right now. Oh, um, nice. This Love is it. cute. <laughs> I hope the ladybug Love stays. <laughs> Love it, honey. Love it. 
<laughs> so I have um, the same list of notes that we talked about earlier, just like my main points. So I guess we can just see where the conversation takes us. All right. um, but the first thing I had mentioned here was in high school, how there's a lot of push towards university over college and especially over the trades right and I think like some kids that are graduating high school are even as young as 17 mm -hmm. and I think it's a really young age to put that pressure on someone to say oh this you have to decide right now what you want to do for your life right. and I don't think there's enough guidance in high schools or enough exploration of like different things you can do because even outside of university and college there's so many creative opportunities now Right. Uh, and I think that they should get young people in high schools or new graduates or even university students to actually talk to the kids about what it's really like out there after you graduate. Because a lot of the time, like guidance counselors, they're, they're much older and it was a different time when they were graduating. Right. And the world is different for us now, because if you think like 20 years ago, people could graduate high school, get an undergraduate degree, get a job, and they could probably afford a house in a few years. And the world is different for us now and we have to think creatively and think second stream of income while also preserving our mental health and finding right. that like work-life balance which i think is really hard right you know something my god keep continuing honey because this i'm not even going to say a word i'm just going to interject <laughs> when i need to when you reflect back mm -hmm. on your high school now so we're going to reel it back and then we're going to bring it forth and then interject what you've just said Okay. When, when you were in high school, what was it like when you were in your grade 11, grade 12, when it's coming down now, you got to get the marks in there. If you want to go to post-secondary, if you want to, you know, move on or you just want to, yeah. whatever, what it, was it that you, when you look at it, how did you feel and what would you like to see? I felt a, quite a few different things. I felt intense pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt nervous. I felt excited, but I did feel at the time like pretty sure of my decision when I was in grade nine I wanted to be a doctor right. I don't know if I had been watching Grey's Anatomy and then <laughs> by grade 11 I realized oh I don't want to go to school for seven years so I decided to be a nurse and I was so set on it because right. they they kind of start pushing that even in grade 10 like mm -hmm. because in grade 11 and 12 they want you to fall in fall into your stream whether you're university or college right um so i had it ingrained in me and and my parents really wanted me to be a nurse too so i went to school for nursing for one year and i was like oh my gosh this is not for me and that's when i really felt the panic and i was like i don't know what i'm going to do and then i'm sitting here at 25 and i'm still not quite sure what i want to do but i've looked at that feeling as less of something to be scared of and more is something to be excited about. It's not, oh, I don't know what I want to do. It's, oh, I can do anything I want. That's you right. Know? That's right, honey. That's right. Different perspectives. Well, I feel that because myself, when I'm presenting in high schools or post-secondary or even corporate, I've mm -hmm. always realized speaking to the youth, it's just they just want to be heard. Like yeah. when you're talking with them, they don't want to be told because they have an idea of what they want. They just want you to mm -hmm. inspire them and let them know that they can do it. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. So is that not what you're saying when you'd like past students to come in who have walked the road already, set the mm -hmm. pace or people like myself or whatever, just to let you know it's okay to yeah. do what you really, really want to do. Yeah, just to let the kids know that there's other options out there. Yes. It could be as simple as like one day. You know how they do university fairs in high school? Yes. It could yes. be as simple as having 10 
people across different age groups who have done different things with their lives after high school. It could be as simple as them coming in and talking to the students just for one day. Right. So they know they have those options. Because if if you think about it, when you're that age, 17, 18, you, you feel like you're an adult and you feel like you're ready to make those decisions. And then you realize that you're still a child. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's it's okay to not know what you want to do with your life, right. but yeah. But don't we put a lot of pressure on you though, hon? Like from like, do you think schools itself? Like, okay, we grab we've got the opportunity here in the Western world or in Canada, mm-hmm. which I always talk in my conversations because mm-hmm. we are highly blessed here. But absolutely. At the same time, are we really, really listening to you guys? Because you are the future. You guys mm-hmm. are the one that's gonna rock and roll this world when I'm yeah. On. Do you think we're listening enough? Like we we listen to it, but are we applying it? Like what the heck are we doing? I think you you definitely are. (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Maybe not everyone. I don't know. There's definitely a bit of a divide, a generational divide. And the world is, is very different now. I feel like we're definitely transitioning into more of a creative and technology savvy world. Yes. And not so traditional, like where we have so many people working from home so there's a transition there for sure. Um, and it's it's kind of a catch-22 because right now it's like there's more opportunities than ever with the wow. internet and the rise of the creative individual. But the double-edged sword is that it introduces um, an atmosphere of like competitiveness. Yes. And when when we're talking creativity, I'm sorry, I hope I don't sound very vague right now. No, 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 no. Um, you be you, girl. You be you on this podcast. <laughs> you be you on the Joy Podcast. Thank you. Um, but yeah, when we're talking creativity, there's also the element of being burnt out. Um, in the second lockdown of the pandemic from, I can't remember exactly when, I believe it was like November to the summer, the really long one, um, I got a job in real estate marketing and I was running their social media and it was a lot of fun and I liked that every day was different and I liked that my ideas were being celebrated. But after only a few months of doing it, I felt extremely drained. Mm. So I don't know. That's that's I guess why it's good to try different things and because I don't want to have a job where I'm doing the same thing every day. Right. I'm technically doing the same thing every day, but every day I'm like making conversation, meeting new people like such as yourself and Sean. So it's got to be interesting. It is, hun. I love the way you said that. You you said creative. What was it that you said? Creative people. What was the word that you said? Um, The rise of the creative individual. Yes, the rise. (laughs) God, that would make a wicked book. That would make a wicked book. Steal that. That's yours. You might be right. No, no. (laughs) Trademark it. (laughs) That is Holly Bascombe. That is her. So you cannot duplicate. It's branded now, guys. (laughs) The rise of the creative individual. Where the heck did you come up with that? Um, I think, well, I wrote a paper in university and I did like a case study on Liberty Village. Mm-hmm. Um, I have such a fascination with Liberty Village. I could actually talk about it for like, no, go that's, ahead. that's a whole other podcast. Okay. Um, All right. We'll but, make it happen. We'll make it happen. <laughs> one of the articles that I used when I was writing the paper was, I believe it was called The Rise of the Creative City. So I can't take full credit for <laughs> the rise of the creative individual, but it was, it was kind of interesting. Um, it was talking about because way back in the day, like 70s, 80s, Liberty Village was a, like a place where low income individuals lived yep. mm-hmm. and a lot of artists and creatives because it's all old factories, you know, so they 
turn them into living quarters. And then it was the late 90s, early 2000s that the city of Toronto wanted to transform Liberty Village into a new creative hub, Right. which it is like the jobs you can find there. It's all about it's a lot of freelancers and creativity and all that. Right. Um, but subsequently, the neighborhood has now become really unaffordable. Yeah. So, yeah, there's always there's always the downside to innovation. <laughs> yes, there is, hon. But if you don't if you don't start if you don't if you don't put one foot in front of the other, where can you go? Right. Mm-hmm. Like where can you? Yeah. Go? Now getting back to you, you said okay. So we started off in school. You there's a pressure starting from grade ten moving into 11 and 12 of what you need to do. What is mm-hmm. it that you would like to see from a guidance counselor? Because I was frustrated. Like, I'm not saying all of them. There's guidance counselors and there's guidance counselors. But when you look mm-hmm. at school as a whole, as a whole preparing us, what is it that you think youth would like when they go to school? Like, they say, okay, this is what I heard from one person. They don't really, really know. Well, Mm -hmm. don't knock them down because, yes, they do know. It's just that they don't know how to put it out there because they don't think that you're going to listen to them. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't think I have, like, a definitive answer for that question. I guess just more resources. Yes. For the students and just a lot of general knowledge to to help because when I was in my last year of university – sorry, I'm jumping ahead, like, four years now. That's okay. That's all right. Conversation. yeah, I le- I like there was things I wish I had known going into my first year, like how important. Like? Um, like for example, in my first year, I got straight A's, and I was really happy about that. But I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not the most social person. What? what? Um, what? I can be. I can be. I have like two different sides of me. But when I went to school, I was really focused on getting good grades. Good. So. That's good. And I was, it came easily to me, not to like toot my own horn. So- no, 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 back up here. No, 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 back up here for a second. That's one thing I got to tell young people. They're always quick to put themselves down. You're they're right, all, you're right. They're so fast to find faults about them and, oh, I look mm-hmm. weird and, oh, that's a dumb nose or I'm dumb or stupid. Yeah. But as soon as they start to praise themselves, oh, I don't want to toot my own horn. Well, yeah. out, you, toot your, you toot your own horn about yourself, about what you feel you are bad but why the heck can't you celebrate and toot your horn about what you've accomplished so oh, you've you got to... me thinking now sorry <laughs> you've got me thinking now what is so true though because we yeah. beat upon ourselves every single day there was one thing um my son said to me and a couple of um people were saying that youth cannot gravitate to positivity People, people can't gravitate to positivity. They find yeah. it hard because it's hard yeah. to believe because we find out we always beat upon ourselves. So yeah. I want you to go back and say what you said in school. What did you say that you did good with in your grades? I, what did you do? I got really good grades. Thank and you. I s- skipped. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder why that is. You're so right. Why are we so hard on ourselves? Because we digest negativity 24-7. We, if you listen, if I was to sit down with a hidden microphone and put mm-hmm. it between a group of people, there is nothing uplifting within that conversation. It's very, very sad. It's very, very few because I was sitting down with a group of people one time. The music was daunting, mm-hmm. very daunting. Like, my God, it was all dark and just daunting. And I'm saying, my God, that's what you guys listen to 24-7. Then yeah. the conversation was daunting. 
Oh, and that then, makes perfect sense. Yes. Because they, they say the music you listen to affects like the way you act. Well, the music, the movies, I don't care what social media. Um, it's if you even go to your next door neighbor, God forbid, I'm not going to mention names, but if you even go to your next door neighbors mm-hmm. and you have a conversation with them, oh, it's look of the day today. Oh, I'm coming out. I'm saying, boy, the day is great because I'm alive. Yeah. Um, I'm alive today. That's number one. Two, I got out of bed. Two, three, I can walk. So I look at all the good things where they're like, they right away look at the bad things. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you are who you hang out with too. I'm what? sure you've noticed. Like, oh, huge. You, when you hang out with someone who only says uplifting words, you, right. you go home and you feel light. But do you ever get home from being with someone who's just nothing but negativity and you you go home, you feel heavy. Exactly. You feel like you need a long shower. Well, long shower, you need to have some holy water put on you or something because (laughs) it blows my mind. Now, going back to you when you said the A's, what teachers need to do, this is what they really need to do is when you get those Mm -hmm. A's, you know how to digest it, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, celebrate it. They need to celebrate the successes and good things that young people are doing within schools instead of setting them up for competition towards each other. Mm-hmm. And this is what they do. This is what they do. So yeah, I'm being open. I see it. I teach it. I've seen it myself. And I hear it from you. So when you say, well, I don't want to toot my own horn, what the heck? <laughs> Why not? Why not? You're right. You're right. So I you are right. The- you know, it's funny because you sound just like my friends. They always say that to me. So there you go. So I yeah. want you to say it on the Joy Foster <laughs> podcast. Joy Foster podcast. I want you to say how good I did in school and how proud I am of my A's. I'm, I did very well in school and I'm very proud of my A's. All Thank right. you. Awesome. So continue. I'll just on. have to say it 10 more times. Yes. And then it'll, it'll sound natural coming out of my mouth. <laughs> That's okay, honey. It's okay. It's first time you've said it in the podcast. It's out there. So you can keep replaying it. So <laughs> when you, you, you're welcome, honey. So when you got those A's, all right, continue mm-hmm. that now. Continue. Oh yeah. I was going to say, there's just little tricks in university that someone like me like I didn't understand at first I thought if I get the grades that's all that matters all that mattered to me was to get the GPA so I skipped a lot of class Mm. and yeah I know don't tell my mom hey don't worry about (laughs) that honey you listen to my book no child would want to hang out with me in school (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I never took the time to build relationships with my professors or my TAs So when I got to fourth year, I was thinking about doing a master's degree because I didn't even know at the beginning of first year that the way the world is now, you pretty much need a master's. Why? Why? I I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Okay. Why? Yeah, I should retract that. I was going to take that back. No, 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 no. no. It's a conversation. It's a conversation Mm -hmm. that you want to hear from another beautiful young lady. So it's a conversation. It's nothing wrong with the conversation. Why is it that master's are so good I mean uh, are so needed why why Holly why I guess it's it's not so much that the masters needed it's just I've heard a million times from friends family people in school that there's not much you can do with an undergrad and it's kind of more of a title like jobs like they don't really care what your undergrad is they just want you to have an undergrad or they want you to have a master's um but yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that the undergrads are useless, but... No, 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 no. No, you're talking honestly, honey. Because mm-hmm. my question was with my one of my guests on the show, several youths, they're going for their master, going for masters. And I can understand mm-hmm. in experience, like in, let's say, in um, tech, like, in, let's say, doctors, teachers, like, you know, the specialized type mm-hmm. of jobs. 
I can understand it to a point. But my question is, and this is what Sean brought up with our son. Mm-hmm. If you have done, gone to school, gone to school, I'm just talking here, and you've spent four years of your life in school studying, getting everything, yeah. right? You can't come out and find a job with four years of schooling. There's something wrong with the system. Yeah. Because unless you are looking to specialize in what you're doing, that it's an option. But mm-hmm. workplaces shouldn't make it mandatory that you're yeah. in school 24-7 because I would take experience any day. Any day yeah, over that absolutely. pack on the wall. Absolutely. You should you should um run for the election. <laughs> well, gonna, I would vote for you. <laughs> well, you know something, honey, I'm gonna run I'm gonna run with it with my podcast and my business, Kimberlite, because I've seen it. I've been in this serve, I've been in my business for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a university graduate. I'm a high school dropout. And people are gonna say, Oh my god, Joy. But okay, that was then, this is now. So mm-hmm. not putting me on the thing. How do you know? I know because I have spoken at Osgood. I've spoken at many, many universities. I'm not going to label them and throw names out there to you. Yeah. So on my website, I'm just speaking plain English here. Is that if you've gone to school, you should be able to come out and get a job at four years. You should. I completely to- agree. You should. And then if they go back and they say, you know, so you thought about doing some other courses to move on in the company that I can Mm -hmm. see but half these kids are out there walking in debt yeah you're absolutely right I think that that's really inspiring too I think you might have mentioned to me before that you dropped out of high school but I forgot yeah because I just I look at you as like successful and inspiring to me and I I forgot that you dropped out of high school so oh yeah it's it's cool to hear because you don't I guess you don't need all of it well you know something I'm not gonna lie to you go to school yeah <laughs> true that's not the message we're pushing here <laughs> no, no no go to school go to school get it like when I look at my son and I look at you and I'm gonna look mm-hmm. I look at a lot of successful young people use mm-hmm. it get the knowledge and the wisdom do it because it, it is vital mm-hmm. out there in the world but at the same time I'm talking to the schools here through this is that set them up for success mm-hmm. one young person said that it's like there's a struggle there's a lot of kids out there that have their degrees and even yeah. more and still can't get a job so what the yeah. heck, like, what's going on? Like, I mean, when I was working, when I was doing the real estate marketing job, um, I was pretty good at it. So after a couple months, we were ready to hire another person. And I asked my boss if I could do the interviews because right. I've always wanted to do that. I don't know why. No, good. Um, it ended up being pretty boring after like eight hours of it. Right. But um, it was interesting because you're absolutely right. Experience and especially personality yes. play a much much bigger role than where someone went to school or what their what degree they have um because yes. we would just go through the resumes pick the ones that looked good and then once we were actually doing the interviews we couldn't remember who was who after that it was all about the conversation mm. yeah so it's not all about grades and where you go but it also gave me insight like you were saying, it's hard for young people to find jobs because as the person who was doing the interviews and my boss was there as well. So after each one we would discuss, um, it was really hard and I was shocked and it kind of scared me because some people would, we, he would say, oh no, she's too old or, oh no, I don't think she's going to fit in with the company or, oh, she did, you know, what and some people know? were too qualified. He would say, oh, this person's too qualified. So it's kind of hard. You feel like you have to find that sweet spot. Wow, hon. Like, yeah, and it was very competitive. In what way? 
we looked through probably a hundred interviews and did, um, or sorry, a hundred resumes and did probably 20 to 30 interviews. And we only hired one person. So I was sitting there. I felt pretty good because I got the job a few months before. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard. And the, mind you, the job did not pay a lot. Um, it didn't even have benefits. And it was still that competitive that out of 100 people, only one person got it. So what are they looking for? Like, I believe universities should have a life skills or something. So when the young people are out there, they can know how to, because I believe communication mm-hmm. is not that piece of paper on the wall of degree. As yeah. One of my guests said um, on the podcast, it's your communication is how you get. Yeah. Along. Isn't that not important how you. Can... Oh, it's so important. How? They can hear me. I'm the old lady here. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Back, you retract. are not an old lady. Oh, okay. Retract, retract. Yeah. We're but... being nice to ourselves. Remember? Yeah, that's true. That is. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Took it back. Um, uh, mature lady, mature lady. There you go. Thank you, honey. So now (laughs) you being the up and coming leaders of the world, why is communication so important? Well, communication is everything. Like us sitting here right now, having this conversation is an example of why communication is important because you've invited me onto your podcast because we were having a great conversation at the cheesecake factory. Right. And we've had a couple conversations now and you've invited me onto the show. Right. And I'm so excited. And I don't know what opportunities will come from the podcast or come from the show, but it's a perfect example of communication. Cause what if you, if you came into the restaurant and I was like, Oh, what do you want to drink? How's your food? Here's your bill. Mm -hmm. Nothing would have come from that, but I've met many people, not just there, but in life. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised who you meet, like the strangers on the street or someone in the grocery store and you build those connections. And if you're closed off, like, for example, how I was in first year of university, not communicating with anyone, just aiming for grades. If you close yourself off and you're too focused on what what you are on paper, you're going to miss out on opportunities like this. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Back that up. Back that up. That's going to be a quote. I'm going to put out right after this podcast today. What did you just say? If you focus on what you're on paper? Yeah, if you focus. Oh, let me think. You know, I feel bad, actually. Side note, when we had our conversation a few weeks ago. Yes. um, You asked me to text you a few of the quotes I said, and I could not remember them. (laughs) (laughs) So repeat that because I can replay this podcast and pull from it. Okay. I think it was if you focus too much on how you look on paper um, you'll miss out on opportunities that are right in front of your eyes. Wow. That was a little remix of the quote. But... Okay. It's okay. It makes sense because it is so, so true. Sometimes when I talk to young people, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're not mm-hmm. themselves. They're not yeah. themselves. It's like yeah. they're afraid to be themselves. They're like a bunch of fanbots mm-hmm. walking out there. They all talk the same. Bunch they're... of NPCs. What's that? NPCs, non-player characters. Oh, wow. That's a cool one. They're not themselves <laughs> or they all talk the same. Nobody has any character, yeah. any charisma. That's yeah. what you attracted Sean and I because you were you, Thank Holly. you. Like you Thank just you. stood there, your shoulders were straight, like your beautiful <laughs> color, your hair, your hair's red hair, right? Yes. It's, it's gorgeous. It's not natural. It's not natural, but thank you. <laughs> it's all right, honey. It looks stunning. All right. I dye thank mine. You. So there you go. Um, Ooh, but, I, I want to see it. Well, no, no, I dye it because the grays are coming in. So oh. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, you know what I mean? It's just part of my own self. Yeah. Right? But, but getting back to you, you were yourself. And I said to Sean, 
I got to get her on the show. And he goes, go for it. Because I don't want to talk to somebody who talks like they have been um, trained. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm smiling I, so much right now in the park. <laughs> no, but it's so true though, hon. I'm tired. Like they're older. Hello. How are you? Okay. Yeah. Hello. Bing, 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 bing. Is there anybody in there? Like, yeah. Because companies don't want that. They no. do not want that. They want people that are, that can get along with their team. Yeah. That can be themselves mm-hmm. and feel that good. are outspoken. Right. And feel good about who you are. Yeah. Actually, you know? it's funny you say that. I went to a concert on Saturday night. Where did you go? Um, Where did you go? I saw Ocean Alley. They were amazing. Where are they? What? Who are they? Ocean to be Alley. honest, I didn't. So my friend from work invited me, and we've been like work friends for years now. We've never hung out before. Um, right. I didn't know who they were either, but for the like a few days before the concert, I listened to their music, and it's like a little psychedelic, smooth rock. Um, the concert was amazing, but um, before. He almost said the exact same thing that you just said to me. We were chilling outside for a little bit before the doors opened mm-hmm. and we were just sitting down and he was telling me that I inspire him to be himself and that for like years he hasn't like dressed the way he wants to or act the way he wants to. And he told me that I inspire him to do that. Wow. So I told him next time we go to the concert, he has to wear what he actually wants to wear. Yes. Um, but yes. thank you. No, it. that's what I think that brings on this is what I said also too, if we can touch upon it a little bit. In fact, you did say it at the beginning is the mental health. Oh Uh, yes. Is because I feel that we've not, we have young people have put themselves in these silos. So they put themselves in how they got to be, who they got, they compare themselves number one with social media, but let's not blame Mm -hmm. it on social media before social media, it was television. Yeah. Right. So social media just amplified it even more now. Absolutely. Right? Um, guys are going to look a certain way. Girls are going to look a certain way. Genders are going to look a certain way or talk a certain way. Yeah. Um, it's like nobody can really, really feel comfortable in their own skin. And mm-hmm. it rises up now. Like anxiety, I keep hearing it 24-7. Yeah. If we're living in, the, in, in Canada where we've got every second cotton-picking opportunity, Holly. Why mm-hmm. is it that we're dealing with so much anxiety? I don't understand compared to somebody in Uganda who's yeah. making footballs out of banana leaves. Well, you know what What I think it is? I, I don't think there's one answer, but I think one of the primary reasons why that's the case is that the way we are living right now and what we're prioritizing is fun, like goes against our fundamental biology. I don't think we're meant to work most of our lives we work mm-hmm. we work more than we sleep mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. our prior our priorities like especially in our whatever canada u.s i don't want to say the western world i think i think we're not supposed to say that anymore no um, no we're not supposed to say that no i don't know was it i don't we're not supposed to say third world i know that oh gosh i've been um, saying it all the time on the show and everywhere ah! oh i could be wrong i could be wrong <laughs> oh well um but yeah i think the priorities we're like we're not spending enough time with our families yes with our friends with our loved ones i think everyone you know what it is we've become very individualistic it's very me 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 yes and there's not really a sense of community i think if you want to talk about um whether banana leaves making i can't footballs out of banana leaves (laughs) um that's like a community building exercise yes you know yes i don't think we're spending enough time like with our roots and in no. nature too, especially no. living in the city. No, we don't. Uh, we're always running after either the mighty dollar, 
Yeah. Um, we don't have time to even just relax. It's like what you're doing right now, sitting in a park, mm-hmm. doing a podcast. Like we don't yeah. have we just, we, why is it like we're trying why why are we so worried about the future? Is society mm-hmm. creating that that we have to have the big house, the ten thousand dollar cars, like yeah, dead up to our eyeballs where we can't sleep at night because we're thinking, Oh my god, the next visa's gonna come, or I don't wanna pick up that phone call because it's a creditor. Yeah. Like why why are we living unrealistic and not living yeah. real and comfortable in our own zone? It's like we're moving backwards almost. Yeah. And I don't know if it's our own fault. I think a lot of it is the way the world is set up. I mean, mm-hmm. people aren't, so many people aren't having kids anymore because they can't afford it. Oh. People are renting into their 70s and 80s. Yes. And yeah. I don't know. And there's, it's a little bit like you can't just be lazy and sit around and expect everything to be handed to you. You have to work. Yes, you do. Yes, you, you do. have to work. But in my opinion, I think someone working 40 hours a week should have no problem renting their own one bedroom apartment. Yes. Or being able to afford their own small condo. Yes. In a few years. I, I think it's sad that like I work with so many people. And that's what I like about working in the restaurant industry is I work with so many different types of people of all ages, all pursuing different things. Right. And um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. Um, I have so many coworkers that have two, three jobs. Yes. Some of them are working up to 80 hours a week. Yes. And they're too young to be doing that. Or if they're if they're older, it's like they're too old to be doing that. No one should be working 80 hours a week because then what's the point of life? That's and right, it, it's right. no surprise we have a mass mental health crisis because people That's are being right. worked to the ground. That's right. <laughs> it's so, so true. <laughs> because if you're not, I believe in consignment shopping. I believe in consignment oh, Me too. We have to go thrifting together. Oh no, we'll do it. We <laughs> will do it, my friend. We'll do a thrift haul on the on the show. Yes, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> God. So that's the other one you gotta come back for. So there's two. You're in yes. two podcasts on the show. <laughs> all right. But I I'm a thrift. I love it. Like if you are wealthy and you wanna give away your good stuff, not a problem. I'll go buy it. Yeah. Because I got no problem with that. It's paid off. It's not on my Visa card. My bank account's not going down. And I own a great pair of shoes and an awesome coat. That's just me. <laughs> but here, um, I just look at it that we bring it on ourselves. I understand that there's stress. But the mm-hmm. rise of mental health and stuff, if, if, if you're bipolar or you're schizophrenic, understandable. That's something that is within you. But the internalizing of, oh, my God, I'm excited to go out or I can't do this yeah why is it that young people everything is a label now like correct me if i'm wrong it's like i can't do this because i have anxiety what the flip like what do you mean like yeah you're right we put ourselves in boxes why why we we follow each other too like we we do what we monkey see monkey do Ooh. I guess. So I maybe someone would be scared to do something because others don't. If you like, for example, let's talk about clothes. Someone mm-hmm. maybe they love an outfit, but they're not anxious to wear the outfit out for any other reason other than like what people will think of them, right? Right. Because if you can wear it in your living room. Um Yeah, so I think I think we're very impressionable amongst each other. And we're also a very judgmental generation. But at the same time, I feel like we're moving in a progressive way where we're accepting yes. different types of people slowly, which is what bothers me. I, I feel like, I mean, now I'm going off on something different. That's but... okay. It's a conversation, hon. <laughs> it's a conversation. Ever, ever. That's why I love what I do. Because I don't label things. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation. People can hear it. That's a really great conversation. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, I think we're moving towards a more accepting world. Yes. Which is why, like, I, I've heard here and there, like, transphobic comments lately, like, especially during Pride Month. Yes. Or people that don't agree with non-binary people. And it makes me think that, like, people like that existed and they were just homophobic in the 80s, saying that they don't like gay people. But yeah. but now gay people are accepted and we moved on to the next thing to pick on. And in 20 years, that will be accepted. Right. Um. So I think we're progressing in that way and people can feel more comfortable being themselves mm-hmm. i don't know how long it'll take to fully get there but well look at the uh, racism and look how long that took and yeah it's and still... it's still happening today and it's still happening honey it's undeniable um, it's systemic it is it's when i when i go to my um uh meetings and people they honest to god and i just gonna say it openly people want to talk to me so i know that's my gift mm-hmm. and um i walk out shopping and i can't go into sales about having to wear dark glasses and a hat sometimes because people just want to talk. <laughs> so I know people just want to be heard. Yeah, but- you have that energy. It's welcoming. Oh, thank you, hon. You're and welcome. it's like, you're, it's the same thing like you. It's the same thing like you. It's like you talk and people listen to Holly. Like Sean and I could have just pull up a chair, forget the job and talk. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I wish. I was glad we weren't too, too busy. So I was able to talk to you guys. That's right. But when I look at it on a whole, um, it's that... We've got to, if we really want to get ahead in life, especially for you guys, like for me, I'm 60 and I'm proud of my age. I am proud of it. I'm proud of where I've come from in life, what I've endured mm-hmm. and what God has for me out there. So I'm really, really proud of that. 100%. One time you should I, be. Yeah. And one time I wasn't, but that's another book. It's on my website. You can read the story. But getting back to you guys being the, the leaders of tomorrow, mm-hmm. my goal is to implement positivity so much mm-hmm. that when they listen to Holly Bascom on the Joy Foster podcast, they can take from it and feel good. And there's not enough of that in the world today because there is so many hate, mm-hmm. um, discrimination about whatever, whatever. And I don't yeah. understand. Like, as I was going, that's what somebody was talking about me the other day. And he was just saying, but why? Why? I don't understand. Like, it's not mm-hmm. your world. It's everybody's world. Yeah. You can yeah. feel that energy growing, too. Yes. Like the negative energy. Yes. All over. It's almost like humming through the air. Mm-hmm. Especially over the past two years. The world has become so divided. Well, what do you feel about that being a young a young woman, honey? Oh, I don't, I'm scared for the future a little you bit, are. politically, economically, <laughs> financially, but trying to keep a positive outlook. But well, I'm okay. scared. Back up for a minute. Well, let's talk about it politically. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, I just think the divide between the two sides. I'm I'm interested like in U.S. politics. Yes. Canadian too, but to be honest, I'm more interested in the U.S. just because it's more exciting. Yes. Um. But yeah, I think the divide between the two groups is becoming like really large mm-hmm. and there's going to be public rioting and I think there's going to be public uprising in the next 10, 20 years on like big scales. Oh my gosh, it's starting to rain. Oh my God. All right, it's kind of well, nice though. I am under a tree. Okay, honey. Um, yes, that is a big concern. What was the other one that you said financially? Yeah, because they, they're saying that we're heading into a another recession. So yeah. trying not to worry about that, but... Okay, and what was? Oh the well, other- everything works out. That is, honey. What was the other one? Um. Oh, I think I said 